This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. From the diamond, to the clubhouse, to the front office. This is the show that feeds the passion for all Twins fans. It's Inside Twins. Inside Twins is sponsored by Killebrew Root Beer, made in Minnesota. It's how memories are created and legends are made. And indeed, welcome to another edition of Inside Twins here on a uh, sun-filled Sunday in downtown Minneapolis. Chris Atterbury in studio. Very pleased to be joined by a pair of Hall of Famers here in studio. St. Paul's finest have turned out. Jack Morris is here and Paul Molitor is here as well. Guys, it's like old times. It's like the uh, the old Paul Molitor show here on Inside Twins. And uh, like old times, Jack and I are very thankful to you for winning yesterday so that uh, you're not mad at us this morning. Well, I don't think we did it just for you two guys, but, I, <laughs> but I'm glad it happened. I mean, it's been a, a stretch where we've been uh, tested a little bit of it uh, in a lot of different capacities. Uh, you know, you try to uh, remind the guys of the perspective and, and the amount of games that a baseball season brings. But uh, the reality is when you lose, uh, they go up in the column and they're not going to go away, and you have to find a way to play better. I, I think we're close. We've competed in a lot of games. We've had some tough endings, including those three walk-offs on the, on the road trip. Uh, but, yeah, yesterday hopefully loosens the, uh, lessens the burden a little bit, and we can find a way to start moving forward. Paul, it seems to me, and I know you're not going to really dwell on it too much because excuses or reasons sometimes yeah. don't matter, but – the weather, by missing the three games mm-hmm. against the White Sox here due to snow and, and adverse conditions, uh, had to be a part of something that contributed at least for sure. part of that losing streak. Well, you know, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll, I'll address that on, on both sides of the coin. Um, obviously, I think it's a factor, especially coming out of spring. You know, we are kind of creatures of habit in this game, and the routine does play a part in how we go about our business each and every day. And when it's disrupted, it's probably going to take a little bit of a toll. But when you do talk about comparing sports and life, what, what's the biggest thing that we have to deal with? It, it's adversity. Mm-hmm. And when the routine is there, it's great, but hopefully you can rise above the fact that it got twisted around a little bit. I, I think there was some validity to, to it for a while, but we've settled into a little bit of a routine here as of late. And now we have to, you know, not, like you said, you don't use it as an excuse. You find a way to go out there and play and hopefully compete and win. Obviously, the biggest contributing factor is you're, you're going through struggles is the fact that your rotation was laboring. You, you got almost a full turn with nobody getting even five innings uh, out of your rotation. That's going to put your bullpen on the run. You're going to be sure. scampering, and it backs up a little bit. Is that the key when, you, when you're trying to ride a ship a, a day like yesterday with Jake where you don't have to throw a complete game no-hitter necessarily, right. but but just getting the stability back from your rotation? Yeah, you know, and, and our – our, our club and our front office addressing our rotation depth needs this winter. I think we all still have confidence that's going to pay dividends throughout the course of the year. But there's going to be stretches even with uh, good rotations where you're going to go through one time, maybe a time and a half through the rotation where you're not going to get the innings and you're going to get taxed a little bit on the bullpen end of things. But you have to find a way to overcome that too. I, you know, we've gotten a 
couple of good starts out of our last three games with with Gibby in New York and 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 Jake yesterday. So hopefully that's the start of a good trend for the rotation. And you got Jose Barrios pitching today, who has shown some real uh, signs of improvement. Uh, Paul, you're you're a guy that's been through all this. We you know we realize that baseball is a marathon, not a sprint, and and uh, you know yet I hear quotes from certain guys saying you know. Uh, no need to panic. We're not panicking. The mere fact that they're bringing it up sure. shows signs of concern. Uh, in your clubhouse, yeah. when you're talking to the guys, can you see it in their <clears throat> eyes? Do you understand the stress or pressure they're under? Or is it something that you just go up and say, you know, today's a new day. The sun still came out, and we're going to play baseball. Yeah, I I think that <clears throat> when you have a, a veteran team, you can rely on that a little bit, <clears throat> some of the dynamic in the clubhouse. But we did have a little chat the other day. I think it was, uh, you know, once in a while a manager has to go out and give the players uh, a little bit of his perspective on how you handle these type of things. <clears throat> and you're never sure how those things are going to be received. But, you know, it was it's kind of ironic you said that about the – the sun coming up because I posed a question. I asked. I asked at the end of the little chat was, does anybody know what happened in Minneapolis this morning at 6:07 a.m.? And I got a lot of befuddled looks. And I said, the sun came up. You know, I mean, it's <laughs> it's just kind of the nature of our game that that you have to uh, realize that yeah, you know, you, you you'll turn the page on those games that have been tough, and we had to go through eight in a row. But uh, what, this game provides you an opportunity, uh, and it's coming fast the next time around. And so. You have to find a way to channel that and get ready to play the next day. I would love to know what were some of the other answers other than the same game. I don't options? know if they were concerned about I was going to you know, dump something on them that uh, was, was major <laughs> catastrophic news. news. But, uh, yeah, it's just kind of a simple way of trying to, hey, let's, let, let's understand that today we're, we're putting on these uniforms. It's a privilege. Let's go out there and represent our twins and our team and our fans the best way we can and try to find a way to get after it. Sometimes one win can go a long way, sure. and I'm hoping that day was yesterday. Uh, it's very well said. And the sun is up today. We're going to have a great day for baseball. The Twins tangling with the Reds in the final game of this three-game interleague series. This is just the beginning of this edition of Inside Twins. It's brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer made in Minnesota. Our memories are created and legends are made. Back with more in a moment on your home for baseball. Your flagship home of Minnesota Twins Baseball, A3O-WCCO. You're listening to the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Welcome back once again to Inside Twins, brought to you by Killer Brew Ruther, made in Minnesota, how memories are created and legends are made. Twins tangle with the Reds again here today, joined in studio by Jack Morris and manager Paul Molitor as the Twins try to take a series here today. Yesterday, Paul, it became official. Byron Buxton, he's got this hairline fracture yeah. in his toe, and he's going to try to play through it. You're going to wait till the end of the road trip, see kind of what he's capable of doing. This is a different team without Byron in the lineup, and I think it's it's easy to see defensively. He makes all eight other players instantly better defensively, but whatever his numbers are offensively, sure. I feel he brings a little something, an energy, a uh, pizzazz, if you will, to, to the lineup just by his very yeah. presence. Would you agree with that? I well, ever since his debut, I, I thought that his presence in the lineup was a factor. And just how we looked out there on the field, uh, you know, having an elite defender as well as just energy and leadership. And the more he's gotten established um, as a major league player, the more we miss him when he doesn't play. And it's disappointing uh, probably uh, more for him than anybody else. He, he's a guy who wants to be out there. And, you know, you get hurt and you get the migraines and you break your toe. 
and then you watch your team struggle, and I, and it beats him up, and, and we certainly miss him. Um, the news was disheartening that that uh, hairline fracture was discovered, but I think we have some optimism, encouragement that the fact that you know they really had to look to find it, but it was there um, that it might minimize his time away. But it definitely increases what we originally thought with that uh, foul ball that he had down there in Florida. Another one of your young players that seemed to be seems to be a difference maker when things are going. Well, is the guy on the mound today? Jose yeah. Barrios has shown this year, probably more than ever before, that he has ace type sure. stuff when he's dealing, and uh, and yet he has a little bit of a setback against the Yankees. I think he got behind a few guys mm-hmm. too many in his last start. Talk about what you see in his transformation yeah. and becoming that guy. Well, it's you know when when you watch people play the game, pitch, hit, whatever, you know you get excited about guys that can have that high level talent and you it's fun to think about their ceiling and what the direction that their careers are taking um i've tried to be a little bit cautionary uh, media wise and other things with him because we have to understand he's still pretty young on the mm-hmm. ladder and uh but that being said he's he's capable of developing to that guy jack who can stop losing streaks who can handle good lineups um Part of it's just, I think, his experience and his exposure to the game up here, starting to trust that he didn't have to be Superman when he got out there on the mound. Uh, the Yankee game, I thought he threw the ball fairly well. Combination of, like you said, he got behind. Um, you know, you can talk about umpiring and all those kind of things, but that's part of that adversity thing you have to overcome. So, you know, we're always excited when he's on the mound. We think we got a really good chance to win. One of the things that for all young players, whether they're pitchers or position players, is 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 the mental maturity. And I look at Jose Barrios, and there's no doubt in my mind I see a guy that's going to be an ace. Sure. And yet I compare him to a veteran player that is seemed to have a resurgence right now that might be unbeatable, and that's Justin Verlander. And I, I see that 90% is mental. Uh, is there any communication that any coach – could have with a young Jose Barrios to advance that timetable? Well, I, I think you, you do have those conversations. Um, you know, I think ever since Jose came up here, I, on the exterior, I think he's always looked like he's handled things fairly well. But I, I know him well enough mm-hmm. to know that there were times when he tried to have the demeanor out there of a savvy veteran, but inside he was, you know, spinning cartwheels. Mm-hmm. And so um, the more situations he's been exposed to um, – the expectations that are there, you know, even having the experience of pitching in that wild card game last year, all those things are helping him. But I think from a manager and coaching standpoint, we have to keep trying to improve in that area. When you talk about Jose, the job he and Eddie did in Puerto Rico, not only with his performance on the mound, both of them, frankly, but with what they did off the field, they really shouldered a lot of the responsibility and they made that event very special. Was there an inevitable emotional uh, hangover for yeah. those two guys coming off of, of what had to be such a, an incredible weekend for them? Uh, I, I'm not sure about the carryover um, post-Puerto Rico, uh, but I would agree with you that you know handling that whole thing, which I don't even know if I can even be close to empathetic to know what it felt like for those guys to go back there, especially considering coming off the hurricane at the end of last summer. Uh, you know, they gave a lot of time and effort and money and to try to help that island the best that they could and then to have the experience of playing there and both to have good performances during our couple of days down there in Puerto Rico. Um, it's going to be a lifelong memory for those guys. And so as far as turning the page and getting back to more of a routine and playing in more familiar uh, environments, I, I think they've both transitioned back fairly well. 
Yeah, and I think the, what, the job they did, not just on the field but off the field, was truly remarkable and uh, worth uh, thinking about in Puerto Rico. We'll take a break. This is Inside Twins. It's brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer, made in Minnesota. How memories are created, legends are made. We'll chat with Paul Molitor and Jack Morris about the Twins offense when we return on your home for Twins baseball. This is Byron Buster. You're listening to Twins Baseball on News Radio 830 WCCO. Welcome back. Another segment of Inside Twins. Sunday baseball coming up here from Target Field. Jose Barrios on the mound for the Twins as they try to claim a series from the Cincinnati Reds. Paul Molitor is here. Jack Morris is here. And, Paul, I want to talk about the offense. I chatted with James Rousen at the start of this homestand, and uh, the runs hadn't been coming in bunches, and yet you could kind of see it building. You could see individuals starting to piece together quality at-bats. You've talked very eloquently in the past about trying to link some of those at-bats up through the course yeah. of a lineup card. Are you seeing that now starting to happen, or do you see that kind of on the horizon? Well, I, I think we're moving in the right direction. It's been a little bit of hit and miss so far. I mean, when you're losing games and your pitching is having a tough time, um, the fact that you're not scoring a lot of runs is going to be magnified, and we get that. You know, trying to get more guys going at least to where they're confident and contributing from time to time. You know, that's just part of how an offense, uh, uh, what you, the components you need to have to, you know, start being more competitive. But we've seen some guys that had, you know, relatively slow starts start to pick it up. They look a little bit better in the box. They've gotten a couple of hits, which, um, you know, lessens the burden somewhat. So, yeah, you know, some guys have got off to good starts. You know, Joe and Doze and uh, Esky, Kepler, some of those guys. But we're starting to see some contributions from, you know, Robbie and Morrison and some other guys that maybe had a little bit of tougher time getting going. Paul, there's an old cliche in baseball. You take 50, 100 games, 50 you're going to win, 50 you're going to lose. And, yeah. and what matters is the other 62 games. Uh, you haven't even played two of the teams in your own division, and we got to keep that in perspective. You've played a couple National League teams, and yet you still haven't even faced the Royals. You haven't faced uh, Tigers, the Tigers yeah. yet. So, you know, it's hard to, to maybe answer this, but where do you feel like this team is going to fit in your own division knowing that Cleveland is still a team sure. that is very competitive and, and you've played the White Sox one yeah. game. You know, you try not to get too far ahead of yourself with the schedule, but, you know, knowing that a large portion of your schedule is going to be weighted within your division, you kind of, at least from afar, uh, try to keep tabs on, on what those clubs are and what they look like. You know, I think probably the, you know, the prognostication of those teams Kansas City, excuse me, obviously a different team than we saw a couple of years ago, but still very capable. The White Sox making a lot of deals to try to supplement their club with young talent. They seem like they've been having some really good games and some games where they're kind of suffering through growing pains. And the Tigers kind of a mix of, you know, still some savvy veterans with some young talent as well. So, uh, yeah, we'll look forward to seeing those clubs along the way. Obviously, how you fare against your divisional pose is a huge component to trying to get your ultimate goal and being a postseason club. Yeah, and odd schedule a bit with the early influx of these National League games, but that does give us the chance here to see a guy like Joey Votto. Now, I've never been a big interleague guy, but the chance to see a guy like Votto is, to me, something that would make me buy a ticket, go to the ballpark. Now, hitter to hitter, purely uh, just hitter to hitter, when you watch what he's been able to do and how he goes about it, I think of him saying saying literally out loud, I'm tired of striking out, I'm going to choke up, I'm going to yeah. change my approach, and then still hitting for power, hitting for great average. What are your thoughts on a guy like Votto? You know, I like watching those guys play. We don't get to see him too often. Obviously, an elite player who doesn't get a lot of attention because of some of the struggles his team has had over the past couple of years. 
you know, we saw the first night, you know, he gets on base six, six out of six times. times and shows power and ability to be patient and yet be ready to attack any kind of mistake. Uh, yeah, I actually had a nice conversation with him the first day they were in town. He, you know, he's a Toronto uh, native, and he said he was nine years old when uh, uh, the World Series jacked when we were out there playing for the Blue Jays, and he was a big fan of those kind of things. But, you know, he's a special player. I, I, I'm not sure he's lingered around that 450 on base percentage here over the past couple of seasons. You know, you go out there and you know that he's a guy that you don't want to beat you, and yet he still finds a way to beat you. I, I think that speaks volume about the talent that he has. Talk a little bit about your your thoughts and what pitching coaches might say to your starters in particular about attacking a lineup that has one guy that you never want to lose to. Yeah, uh, it's it's one of those things that where you, you have to kind of trust. You know, you try to emphasize it the best that you can. Sometimes you get stuck in situations where you're going to have to try to, you know, get him out. Um, I like it when he leads off innings. That seems to take a little <laughs> bit of pressure off. So, but, yeah, you know, they, they're protecting him with uh, Gwinnett right now. And, and uh, did I say that right? So, yeah, you you got to be careful. There's no question that um, when you got one guy who's that good, hopefully we're smart enough to figure out how to, prevent him from beating us single-handedly. We'll hear more about and from Joey Votto as part of our pregame lineup card coming up after this program. This program is Inside Twins. We've got one final segment with Jack and Paul coming up after this on your home for Twins Baseball. The radio home for Twins Baseball. 830-WCCO. Welcome back to our final segment of Inside Twins, brought to you by Killiver Root Beer, made in Minnesota, how memories are created, legends are made. Two legends here in Jack Morris and Paul Molitor. And, Paul, you, you're passing out the name tags in the bullpen right now. That's been a crazy week. Mr. McGill is the, sure. the latest. We saw Mr. Hale play through briefly. Uh, that's not what you want to see early, but are you finding now some equilibrium? Yeah, we've, we have to, you know, rotate some guys in and out just out of need and fresh arms and protecting ourselves. Uh you know, again, we talked about our starting rotation this winter and how to lengthen it, and we talked about bullpen, try to supplement, you know, the moves we made last year, uh, record territory as far as Twins history with 36 pitchers and all those type of things. But, uh, yeah, guys are getting opportunities. You know, we've uh, had to tax some of our guys in particular, and we've tried to spread it out. You know, we've had to search inside our system as well as outside our system, you know, a guy like McGill coming up, it's a great opportunity for him. Got to the big leagues relatively young, you know, had some uh, physical issues, I think Tommy John in- included. And now he gets an opportunity. So, yeah, it- it's great when a guy gets a chance, but you would like to see that situation stabilize the best that we can. So I'm going to sum up your last comment with saying if the starters can go seven, we're going to be in a lot better shape. No question about <laughs> it, Jack. You know, I-, I know that there's a lot of theories out there, and, you know, third time through the lineups become a but- much bigger issue. We know pitch count's been there for a while now um but you know the value of innings from your starting pitching over the course of the season that's got to be one of the top priorities of a successful club yeah fernando rodney when he closes games he's closed a ton of them fans stomachs go kind of up and down what is the manager are you you accustomed yet to how he goes about those last three outs uh you know a few more saves would help uh (laughs) you know he's been great about it and i and i'm i don't try to get overly defensive in the fact that you know we haven't closed out some games but i i really am you know, being honest when I say I think he's thrown the ball okay. I think we're looking for that changeup to play a little bit more. Uh, you know, the pitch Sanchez hit out the other day. It's 96, 97, up and in off the plate. Yep. And somehow he turns on it, hits it out. I mean, 
sometimes it's not going to go your way. If it was, you know, more beating himself yesterday, we had a couple walks, was, was the first time really he had some command issues in one of his outings. But, yeah, you know, the guy knows how to battle through and talk about adversity like we did early in the show. He's not going to save them all. I'd just like to see him get on a little bit of a run. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate it. We've got a run as well. Coming up next, it's the pregame lineup card. Then Paul and the Twins take on the Reds right here on your home for Twins Baseball. You have been listening to Inside Twins, brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer. Made in Minnesota, it's how memories are created and legends are made. This has been a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.